The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. He's going to go out of here. That's the champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and new basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Food for the soul. This is on the block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Half an hour late, but right on time. We're on stream. <laughs> you know what we're it having is. a good time. So we're just hanging out here on stream. Thanks for going out of your way to find us with the Royals on radio. Shoot back on your radio dial in time for Thirsty Thursday. You already. You know where Stricky gonna be? Oh, do I need to stay? Yes, you might need to yeah. stay for Stricky. DP. Do I need to stay Stick for? Around. Do I need to stay around. for fourth? Th- I haven't seen Uncle Kevin a long time. Stick yeah. around. Say hi to Dang. Kevin. Hey, he brought in. He brought Kevin. in a juggernaut last week. That was absolutely really? amazing. It Dang. was a Pinot Noir. He's on he a knows roll. My style. He's on a roll. Dang. Right, but well, speaking of on a roll, our show sponsor, talk to Stricky. You got to tell us about it. You're the one doing the recap. Listen, listen. Our show sponsor is Mary Ellen Food for the Soul. I went down there earlier today after having a meeting with my uh, friend for with WTF, Cluster Johnson, and uh, it was right next door. Right across the plaza, I said, Cless, Mary Ellen's right over there, my boy. That's our sponsor of our show. And uh, popped over there, Sonia. Charles was not in the building. Oh. Charles is handling business, and he As was he out does. in his way. But Sonia was in the building, and they had a buffet going earlier uh, for the lunch hour. And uh, graced us with the ability to grab some to-go items. Cluster took one. I took one. And I brought one for the fellas, for Nick and my partner in crime, Austin Orman. We appreciate it. It was very good. It was good. absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But more importantly than that, they came in second place in a recent event that they happened to be a part of. And that event, coming in second, they should have been in first. But coming in second, they had an item that they are now selling there at Mary Ellen's called Southern Sweet Heat. It is a chicken wing special. Get out to Mary Ellen's right now. Southern Sweet Heat is the new phenom of the city. What y'all think about it? It was unbelievable. I, I mean, so so I just moved to the south side of Lincoln. And I will be making a stop there because I, I need some. I need some more than the, just the two. And they, were, they want the little, they want the little babies no, that no, 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 some no, people no, try no, to no, give no, you either. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. These were, these were, I mean, unbelievable. I didn't they have just, one, they but continue I, to knock it out of the park all the time. I transported one to my box because Stricky came in clutch. I need some for supper tonight. I'm here with AG. I'm here for junior achievements. So that's my supper tonight. Transported one to my box, put it in, licked my fingers. I'm not using a napkin. Like it's wings. It's just lick your fingers. <laughs> Oh, that oh, sauce. Savory. Oh, that sauce. It's, that got, sauce. it's got such a perfect amount of heat 
but not too much to where it's still savory and a little tangy. Yeah. Oh, it's but not too much sweet. I can't handle a lot of sweet. Yeah. No, no. It was, it was unbelievable. Hit the balance. I will say this. Thank you, Mary Ellens, for your constant greatness that you guys do. Get out to them. They cater. You can go into the uh, the building. They're only open from Wednesday through the weekend. But when they're open, get in there, have you a nice meal. Let them know that we on the block sent you. Absolutely. Like We're going to jump right back into kind of where we left off, but spin it a different way. We're talking college football realignment. And I want to base this off of Strick, a question you asked me yesterday, and then one that Jay ended old school with yesterday. Strick, you asked, can the Pac-12 play with five or six teams? We talked about that a little bit. Check out the podcast. Jay asked, would the NCAA step in and save the Pac-12 or save the ACC if they saw it blowing apart? That's where I want to go, because when Jay asked that question, it kind of got my, my gears turning a little bit. It's important to note that the NCAA doesn't run the college football playoffs. Mm -hmm. It is outside the NCAA's purview. But is this a situation where the NCAA, which controls the championships for every other sponsored sport and the Division One level, does the NCAA have to step in, put its foot down and say, we're not doing this. You can do your own thing in football, but... These are some regions that we're going to allow you to play your conference games in. Because if you're talking about basketball, playing multiple times a week, volleyball, playing multiple times a week, even baseball with, with midweek games to some degree, and all these smaller sports that don't have those travel budgets necessarily, to require them to do football level travel isn't good, isn't healthy, isn't smart. So as much of a joke as the NCAA is in some cases, I would love to see the NCAA step in, draw some lines for where conferences can be in terms of travel outside of football, mm. right? Football is its own beast. But if the NCAA can say, okay, we're not going to tell you exactly who, we're not going to make you go back to 2007's conferences, but we're putting our foot down. You can't have a conference that spans four time zones mm -hmm. for, for basketball and for volleyball. That's too much on the student athletes. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to quick throw this to you, but I'm going to say it from a different perspective and I'm not going to dig into it, but I'm definitely going to turn this over to Nick. Cause I know Nick is going to have a great take on this. Me personally, here's what I'm yeah, going to, here, here's what I'm saying. Ahead. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm still trying to think I'm, I'm coming from a standpoint of this. You said it, but I'm going to elaborate. The NCAA has maintained and has been like a chihuahua dressed in a Rottweiler uniform. Me, 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 me. They're doing a lot of that with no bite. There's a lot of marking, but no bite. This is an opportunity either for you to go into the great good night or to find yourself back in the game. You've got to take a stance right now. Otherwise, you're going to become irrelevant, more ir irrelevant than you already are at this point. So that's where I leave it. I, I think the way I, I always describe the NCAA is there's no method to the madness, right? There's no, there's no, there's no consistency on what they like. They might say something as, as you use no bar or, you know, all bark, no bite. Me, 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 me. Yeah. A little chihuahua. <laughs> um, they don't ever like consistently do what they're going to, what they say they're going to do. That if bark. that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, I think it's going to be tough. They may want to get back into the game, but I don't think they're going to be able to. And the reason I say that is because what NIL and what collegiate athlete athletics have shown now these last few years is that universities, athletes, 
members of athletic institutions can be really independent and they, they don't need a governing body, right? At some point, I should say like a governing body, like the NCAA that is all power and mighty and that mm-hmm. they, they are the universal deciding factor for the entire collegiate athletics. There can be boards and there can be unions. And I think as we transition towards more of a professional feel, we're going to start to see unions and we're going to see something similar to like the NFLPA and the NBA, like the the players association and things like that, where you're going to get a lot of educated collegiate athletes all in a room. And they're going to say, you know what, listen, maybe it's better that as, as as either current collegiate athletes or guys that just graduated less than five years ago, maybe it's better that we're making decisions for these guys rather than these guys with, you know, that are over the age of 60 Mm -hmm. trying to get into a room and saying, yeah, this is what's best for college football right now. And that's totally fair. But I also think whether it's the NCAA or a, you know, a a committee of some sort, someone has to start looking out for the other sports, right? Strick, how many times did we see someone text in yesterday? What about basketball? Yeah. Think about basketball. You know, what, what would Stanford add for volleyball to the big 10? We have to make this two different conversations. At this point, football is big enough, the money is big enough, and it's driving so much to the point yeah. it's taking other sports off the rails. Yeah. We have to treat football separately. It has to be its own yeah. animal. Yeah. So if you know the, the top 67, 68 schools, you know, in FBS football want to get together, do their own thing, you know, the bottom kind of be that middle level between yeah. the top level and, and FCS football. Okay, they get together, do their own thing but someone has to step in on behalf of the other sports, right? Stanford has one of the best athletic departments in the country and yeah. it's going to be in the cold. They always right? win. They always win the capital one cup. Right. But no, anyway, and again, even though football is driving the revenue football can still provide for a lot of these other programs. If it's allowed to do its own thing, but the same bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at bet MGM, simply download the bet MGM app and sign up using code champion 150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You know, value in terms of mental health, in terms of academics, um, in terms of quality of life. Has Travel to be budgets. Pro- exactly. Mm-hmm. Has to be provided to student athletes regardless of the sport. Mm-hmm. A-, a human person is a human person. Well, and I, I think we already saw those stage one of that um, when they made the college football playoff and they went away from the BCS mm-hmm. because as you just mentioned, it's not sanctioned by the NCAA necessarily. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I think, I mean, whether you like it or not, um, there's always going to be this this cop out answer for for people that are heavy on the football side of things that say, well, look at this. What are these what are these Big Ten media deals doing for you? Right. It's 70 million dollars a year. What what how much does that diminish if football is not included in that? Right. Because of football, 
you're able to provide a field hockey team. You're able to provide a volleyball team in places, not just Nebraska, obviously, because Nebraska volleyball is on their own. But like, you're able to have this conversation and argument of because of our football program, wherever you're at, that's why you have a sport. That's why you're able. And I'm not saying it's it's good. I'm not saying that's a good thing or that I like being able to sit here and say, yeah, because of this one sport, you guys can play. You need to think. It's not like you need to thank us. Mm-hmm. But the, right? the money's still there. But the, it's the money is money. But yeah. that, that's my point. If you even if you break football governance off from the rest of it and yep. they're allowed to do their own conferences, the money still comes back to the schools. And that's the yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So my 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 thought on that is this is. Yes, there are super power conferences on the football side, so that's an understanding. I think I lean more to Austin on there needs to be some reigning in. Some conferences still need to remain. Maybe yep. an ACC still remains as far as in the basketball sphere. Maybe, you know, uh, you know, Big East. Maybe there's a couple additions because here's the thing. Some of those additions are going to make sense, and some of yeah, them are going to give pushback. I'm, I'm just saying it makes it, – it, it makes – financial sense because at the end of the day super conferences may be in the big 10 and sec you might have a stepsister who competes in the big 12 but in basketball big 12 might be the super conference Mm -hmm. and then 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 what are you going to say and what's going to be the pushback on that so that's just the major sports i'm talking about i want to i want to go back because i am i am in agreement with you guys that there needs to be a governing body i am on the side though, where I don't think they'll be able to Mm -hmm. because the people that are bringing in the most money won't want one. They don't want one. That's that's where I'm at is that there I'm, I am fully on, on your guys' side where yeah, maybe it's better off that there's more than just two or three conferences, but they're not going to want that. No, because nobody's going to want to be in that conference. It's the same thing we just said where if guys get kicked out, mm-hmm. it's basically saying, yeah, you're not good enough to join the big dogs, so we're going to put you over here. But again, so does that change the football? Di- does it that is, change the di- question, though, Austin? I'm going to ask you that because you you are a basketball guy who kind of observed it from us. Does this – would that move what Nick is alluding to, The they're taking the stance of, no, we don't want it. Does this change and make a shift in the in the basketball to more of an SEC, to more of the big conferences, because now it's just one of those things that you're going to be playing in major. And every time you step on the court, it's a major. Well, and that's and that's my thing is right? that if you're if you are part of that in that case right. where you're making the SEC and the Big Ten and the Big Twelve the three top dogs because they're the only ones there, the people involved are going to be okay with that. It's the people that aren't involved that are going to be annoyed by it because guess what. If the Big Ten and the SEC are the two top dogs and it's an arms race in every single sport, nobody in the Big Ten or SEC is going to complain. The SEC mm-hmm. commissioner, uh, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm blanking on Sankey. his name, Sankey, Greg Sankey, is going to be like, sweet, this is great for the SEC. This is more power that we can take to execs and we can take to people with money. Same with Tony Petiti in the Big Ten. So and then the baseball is not going to want it either because they're going to love. That's that's where I'm that saying. Now the Big Ten also obviously has. Well, we're we're moving away from this. Is that you're going to be able to play conference game if you're in Nebraska? You're going to be able to play a conference game on Kelly. the road at USC yeah. in February, yeah. and we're going to start to see that. I think so. It's all about if you're a part of it, 
you love it. If you're not, you hate it. I'm going to throw some of this responsibility on the fans because I think across sports, we've gotten so caught up in the bottom line, right? Mm -hmm. Athletic directors, chancellors, presidents, GMs, owners of pro teams have told us it's about the bottom line. Mm -hmm. So many fans have started to care just as much about the salary cap and making savvy deals as they have signing good players or getting wins and losses, tanking, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like, They've accepted that. So I think fans have become, they felt like they can become a part of the front office, that they can play along uh, because they see guys like them making those moves, right? Not all of us look like you, Strick. We look like GMs. <laughs> you know, we can we can put ourselves in those shoes and make those moves. There's why you have the trade machines, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think a lot of fandom has turned to rooting for what you can do for the bottom line instead of rooting for the players, in some cases, less for wins. And I think that's given these people in positions of power some leeway to move on and keep going in that direction. Let me let me just let me let me just lighten up the question real quick, because Austin, you spurned you you spurned a little bit of something in me, because I remembered, because football is really my favorite sport, even though I play basketball, it's my mm-hmm. favorite. So I, play I remember like getting too. getting Madden for for the first time. And going through that whole process. So so would you say that these types of games, these type of sports that allow you to be able to facilitate trades, to be able to facilitate the money, what's going on in the organization, uh, where the salary cap is, how to get up to a trade. Do you think this has spurned just the average viewer now of, of, of sports uh, that are not only playing the sport when they play it on the gaming systems, but now are figuring out how they can get involved. And this is a kind of a way for them. Yeah. They're, they're, they're looking now beyond just the aspect of the sport and they're looking more into the details of it. What y'all think? I definitely think that's a part of it, right? It's another way that we as fans can feel like we know what's going on, Yeah. right? We like to think that we're in control, that we could do it, right? We just didn't get our opportunity or it just wasn't in the cards for us. But if we can give ourselves the power to make those moves, we like that. Because how often do you lose to a computer? You don't. If you have two working brain cells, you mm-hmm. you win at Madden. You win in college football, you know, video game. You can pull these ridiculous trades out that make you feel like you can accomplish anything. It's different when you deal with people and emotions. Mm-hmm. It, it has to be different when you deal with people and emotions. So I think that's a fantastic point that the accessibility of a game like that beyond just the gameplay where you can be in the front office definitely contributes to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's just, I, I just wonder man, I, my head's spinning in so many directions right now mm. that I, I don't know what avenue to take because there are so many just, as I told you guys before this, some of this is like a hypothetical conversation, mm-hmm. but this is also things that, it, as we know how the athletics world works, will move faster than we ever can imagine. And so this these same conversations, just more realistically, could be happening next spring. Right. So the, these same conversations, more realistically, for all we know, it could be happening tomorrow. I mean, doggone it. We just talked about it yesterday and boom. Yes. Just today. It's like, wait a minute. This came out of nowhere. Yes. And I just, yeah. man, the, the it's such a, a gigantic seismic shift in college athletics that. And I think what I was saying earlier, and I kind of wanted to build on this, what I was saying earlier. Well, I can think, we can we can we can we let you think about it and process it and come back? Well, we'll take a quick break. I was just going to say, I think it's short term. Okay. Everybody's thinking short-term feelings right now. The not needing an NCAA or a governing body 
and the way I think that they're going to start to go is short term. Yeah. Long term, they need something like that. But short term, they're thinking, when can we get the most money and quickest? And it's without the NCAA. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll take a break. And I, I want to look at that short term versus long term thing as it relates to legacy, because there's going to be someone eventually that makes a certain decision. And I think they'll be hailed for it. What yeah. that decision mm. is, we'll get to after the break. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc 